PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. How in the hell are all of you guys doing out there? Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for, of course, subscribing to the show. And, of course, thank you guys for shopping at RockyMountainATVMC.com. It is the only place where you guys can go get stuff for your dirt bikes, dual sport bikes, quads, ATCs if you still have them, gear for your chick, uh, if you have one of those spiders, I just like saying that, those three-wheel things you see on the freeway, they have crap for that. Anything over at RockyMountainATVMC.com, go to KieferIncTesting.com, click on that banner, and that leads you back to their site and just gives us just, just, just a slice of what you guys are purchasing and it really does help us out, keeps this whole thing up and moving, lets them know you like this damn show, uh, helps me go to these amateur nationals and spend all of my fucking money on my kid. So thank you guys for actually going there and helping me out. It does really uh, do the trick for me. So thank you. And, of course, it's 2024 season, everybody. Gear season, that is, fxrracing.com. Just released all their new 2024 gear today. So you can go to fxrracing.com and check it out and use that code KKMX35 to save 35%. That is a huge chunk off of some new gear, and they got loads of it, man. It's really uh, they have some bright stuff. Um, a couple guys in here love bright stuff, and then one guy really loves like bright pink and like purples. We'll talk about that later. But if you're into that kind of thing, fxrracing.com. Use the code KKMX35, and if you're a lady, you want to smoke those dudes and you want to look cool doing it, I have a special code for you. Hit me up, Chris at KeyForInkTesting.com. And I will get you a lady code and get you uh, more percentage off of your order than the dudes. And, yes, you have to be a lady. How do you prove this? Sorry. Hi, Mike. Hey. Sorry, man. That's Michael Allen, everybody. Greg Loop, how you doing? I got a couple dudes in here. Late night show. Yep. We got the beers flowing. It's going to be a great show, I feel like. I I agree. Uh, So how do I know? Yeah, do you, like... How do you identify? Yeah, how do you identify so, this? Uh, I mean, they could lie, right? But what yeah. I tell them, I go, hey, if you're a lady, send me a picture of you riding your dirt bike. And gear, you know, I know what you guys are thinking. Oh, you want pictures of no, 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 no. I'm just saying, if you're a lady, send me a picture of you riding, and I'll get you a code. A lot of these guys hit me up, say, "Hey, I got a girlfriend that rides. Can I get that code?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're full of shit." Yeah. So send me a picture of you riding with your woman email, because yeah, these guys will be yeah. like, uh, "John sixty nine like, at aol dot com." Hey, I got a chick. Yeah, right. That's John. like my wife's brunette, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, Heather, you want to know what Heather's is? Mm. My love forever one two three. <laughs> now everybody knows, <laughs> but they don't know where. It's oh, going. they don't know where it's going yet. Uh, so when we're at these places, and I'm like, and the lady goes, "Oh, can I get your email?" And I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go. We're gonna get <laughs> Just hide your head, to hide your like, face. Oh, God, you, know, you tell them, honey. You yeah. go ahead. FXRRacing.com. Use the code KKMX35. And if you want your suspension even better than what you have now, REP suspension. Mark and the guys are great human beings. They do great suspension. KKREP is the code to save on some valving over there. And all of our 2023 sponsors, Power Motorsports, 
If you want to get a new uh, Yamaha, KTM, we're going to talk about a KTM today. Honda. Nope, no Hondas. All right, never mind. No Hondas. Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro. We got some new software coming out on Lit Pro. It's going to be really cool. Aiden and I are going to do uh, something for them in a couple weeks. You guys are going to see that here very soon. So very cool stuff coming out from Lit Pro. Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association. If there was an association to get Greg off his ass and go race a dirt bike, That's the one. this would be it. Yep. Over 30 years old, everyone has a job. they got to go to work Monday. Let's no, have he's some out fun. then. Oh, he's retired. Yeah, they got a retired class for those okay. guys. All right, 60-year-old class. There you go. My guy right here is going to be in it. Yep. So uh, you can put it right there. Okay. And then, uh, so yeah, if you want to race some older dudes, longer 18-minute motos, you probably can hold on for about six of those minutes. Yep. Um, no matter what, you can go check them out over at oldtimersmx.com. Dunlop Motorsports, a new tires coming out. I just did a big test today. Can't tell you what it is, but a new tire might have something to do with this show. But Dunlop Motorsports, get yourself some rubber. Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley, Polysport Plastics, and ETS Racing Fuels. You can still smell it permeating around my house. It's awesome. <laughs> Heather hates it. I love it. <laughs> Smells like a race shop. Smells like sex. Yeah, ETS smells like sex. <laughs> wow, that would be a great slogan. I don't know if they want that on here. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us. As you know, I got Greg Loop, Michael Allen. We're going to talk about 2024 KTM 150 XCW. Yeah, it's right up my alley. And uh, a little bit of an off-road show. That's why I have Greg in here, too. He likes off-road riding. Yep. You just came back from Kennedy Meadows. I gave you that bike to try it out. You've ridden the TPI version. Uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Right. Yep. And we have some thoughts about that, which aren't very positive. Correct, which is, I think, why they went in the direction they did. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the TBI is something different than the TPI. I'm going to try to get Jamie Ellis on the phone in this show to give us more background on exactly what it is because I'm not smart enough to break it down. And when I tried to call the guys over at KTM today, no one answered the phone. Okay. So nonetheless, here we are. Yep. We're going to break it down and give you like, I guess you guys out there, I've been getting a lot of emails say, hey, is a 150 enough for my 180, 190-pound ass to go have fun on? That would be me. One man's going to say something different on the show, and one guy's going to say something else. Yeah. I already know what this gentleman's going to say, mm -hmm. but big, it's going to be awesome to hear big what... Big boar guy over there. Yes. Yep. When I asked Greg, would you like to ride a 125? You might as well not ask him. Go ahead, Greg. Why would I do that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Too much how much work. Do you, how, and much, I'm in. how much do you weigh? Uh, Two, retirement? 210? Uh, just shy of that. I've always been 203, okay. 205, but since I retired three years ago, I put on a couple pounds. Yeah, no problem. I'm actually down. I'm 175 now. So 170. Yeah. I'm 175. Okay. I'm a dick and rich. I know. Right? Yeah. What's up, mm -hmm. man? So for me, I still have a lot of fun on a 125. Do I want to actually go purchase one and, and, and ride it a lot? No. We may be different there, then. We'll get into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will tell you this. When I do go, I shouldn't say when I do go because I haven't did it in a while. If I went mm -hmm. and raced a hare and hound, mm -hmm. I would rather be on a 125 because I don't want to go that fast. Yeah, I can get in mm -hmm. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go a 95 mile an hour across the desert. Yeah, so no. there is something to be said about having a small bore bike, right. especially if you get in tight areas. Yep. So... You guys are in the market for a smaller two-stroke, especially you East Coast guys that ride tight woods. I just watched a GoPro today about the J-Day off-road series. That looks like hella fun. 
Yeah. Would you like to go back there and race one with me? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I would want to want to ride a, a small bore bike back there. It's like a. I don't know that much about it. It's kind of like a big six, but for the East Coast. No, dude, it's no? way more off road. Okay. So it's actually tight ass trees, enduro cross and motocross all in one loop. I'm in. And I saw. I'll give you the GoPro footage, oh, yeah. but it is tight, tight woods, like. Yeah, busted awesome. knuckles. Are awesome. you are you running bark busters? The old school. Yeah, you have yeah, to, right? Like you, you smack it, or you yeah. got to run your cut, your bars at seven hundred ninety yeah. mil, right? You know, <laughs> you know, I almost did that. I do. I almost smacked the bars so many times up at Kendra Meadows. Really? Yeah. No was, hand guards on that thing either. Just huh? regular hand guards. Yeah. No. No full wrap though. Like moto guards. Uh, yeah, like moto. Same one that comes on the motorbike. And right. those work okay, dude. They're actually really firm and like. I mean, obviously so the plastic should, injected mold, it's actually yeah, pretty stiff. and it, like, goes into the perch, so it's, like, this whole kind of structure, and it's actually really strong. I'm really? surprised, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a bark bus. No, it's definitely not a bark bus. It doesn't bus. have a metal piece going through it. No. Okay. Um, before we start here, how you doing? I'm well. Lot of emails. Lot so of if you guys haven't listened to the Michael Allen story, go back a couple episodes on my archives. Michael went through some shit. We weren't going to get it all in. This is not about that today, but, like, I've got a lot of positive feedback Same here, yeah. from the show mm-hmm. and a lot of stories from their own personal experiences that they could relate to you. And a few people who are going down, went down slash are going down the same path, and I kind of help point in the direction of where I went. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. I'm it really almost, happy about it. I'm not going to get philosophical all, all here, but like it almost feels like you had to do something in your life, mm-hmm. and if, even if it was bad, to help other people. I I even said this. I don't think I would. Granted, I didn't like the path I went down, but I don't think I would change anything about it because it made me who I am. Well, you still got some money. You're still married. <laughs> yeah, still got your house. And my kids still. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it turned out yeah, pretty good. As right. bad as it went, it yeah. went okay. Right. Right. So thank you for guys. Uh, uh, thank you to everyone actually that hit me up about Michael. Um, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Michael has an email through me as well, Michael at KieferInkTesting.com, if you want to hit him up about off-road because he is my off-road guy. Or if you went through some shit and you want to talk to Mike, he's more than happy to uh, speak to you about that. Okay, so 2024 KTM 150 XCW. I just did something for RacerX. It's going to go on fun bikes inside the magazine. But so this is what I wrote for RacerX. I'm just going to read it okay. verbatim. Yep. Uh, forget TPI, Mike. Mm-hmm. The 2024 KTM 150 XCW features an all-new throttle body injection, TBI. Yep. Okay. The ECU, together with the new Kian 39-millimeter throttle body, calculates the ideal air-fuel mixture by constantly analyzing water temperature, ambient pressure, as well as pressure within the crankcase. That's insane. Okay. Um, the RPM, as well as throttle position, and that allows you to have a, a smooth roll-on power, um, especially for you technical guys that need the, all of that traction out there when it's slimy and shitty and you got roots and rocks. So, with that being said, is this you know, engine package a West Coast type of fast GP type of bike? I don't think it's this kind of bike. No, it's not. Right. We're going to get into that. But I think if you are a more technical-based rider, if you are in the woods, or I feel like if you're a beginner that can ride slow and it won't foul plugs. Or stall. Or stall, like the, you said the TPI bike stalled. Yeah, the TPI, it, it would like flame out randomly. Really? At low RPM. Like it would run good sometimes, and then it would just flame out randomly. I didn't like it. And uh, 
this bike was like a perfect word I just thought of right now is forgiving. Like, Push that mic closer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's really forgiving. Okay. The, uh, like, uh, how many 125s or 150s can you start in second gear? Really? Yeah, I could start in second gear if I wanted to. Like, like take off in second. Take off in second. And it's super, super smooth, low RPM. I was really impressed. We'll get to it in a minute, but I did not like it at first. Okay. I didn't understand the bike yeah. until I rode it for probably 10 or 15 minutes and then figured out where the meat of the power was and how to ride it, and then I kind of fell in love with it. Give me, are the people out there listening, what's the difference between the TPI and this machine in, in the engine character? So... They both sign off a little bit early, okay. But to me, the TPI was just like a lethargic power feeling the whole time. Okay. Like there was never a point in the in the power curve that was like, oh yeah, now we're going somewhere. Yeah, where this has a small window of power, but if you ride it in that window, it pulls really really hard. Really, yeah, and it's it's exciting. Where the the TPI did not have any excitement. That's what me. that was my. Yeah. Yeah, no hit. It, there was no, like, you know, like, you think of 252-stroke Supercross, like, yeah, out of a corner. Yeah. Not doing that. On on the TPI. Okay, so the BI, mm-hmm. that's what we're going to call it yep. from now on. Um, that was a, a bar in, in San Bernardino. Branding Iron? Oh, the BI. Yeah, yeah let's BI. go to the BI. Yep. That old school, You've been man. There? Yep. I will not admit to it. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of line dancing fools. I never been, hey, I've never been to the Branding Iron. Neither did I. My ex-girlfriend used to go there all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 what are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, so the BI, you're telling me it actually has excitement. It does. It's a small window of it, and that may just be a 150 thing, but it it did have an exciting. Where is that excitement at in the engine delivery? Mid. Okay. Um, so really smooth off the bottom. Mm-hmm. You go like about halfway into the into the RPM range. Yeah. And it rips for yeah. like probably a few hundred RPM. Yeah. And then definitely signs off. Like okay. it's done pulling. When you get to the top end of the, the RPM range. So this is more of a short-shifting type of engine. Definitely, short okay. shift. Which is rare in the world of small bore two-strokes. Which is why I didn't like it at first. Okay, so, like, we get so to explain Ken- that. We get to Kennedy Meadows. It's like our campground is like 8,800 feet. So like it's quite a bit of elevation. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was, I know, it was that there. high up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took off, and I'm thinking 150. Cool. I'll just go rip it like I've ripped yeah. all other ones. Yeah, exactly. And I take off, and it's like I'm trying to ride it in that high RPM range, not even giving it a chance to be in the low RPM range. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this thing is slow. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Like, they missed the mark. This is not good. And then I ended up going down some, like, technical rocks and stall- I didn't stall. Like, came to a stop at the end and then went to leave where we were stopped. And go up some rocks, mm-hmm. and I just kind of like let the clutch out and started kind of cruising low RPM, thinking a 125 is not going to do that. It's going to stall. It's going to stall. And it's just like idling super low and just a little bit of clutch. And then as soon as I left that, I was a gear high, and I just popped the clutch anyway. And it like I found that window of happiness or whatever you want to call that it. little meaty. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like, holy shit. It, like, it rips in this little bit of RPM range. If you learn to leave it there and ride it there, I rode it like bottom of RPM to mid. I never even usually let the thing rev. Okay, like just so bottom you rode mid. it like a four stroke type. Yeah, a lot like a four stroke. Okay, wow. So I guess I rode the TPI quite a bit, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, I didn't like it. It just was super, like you said, lethargic, lazy, and then it didn't rev out. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, and the exactly. window of opportunity was very narrow mm-hmm. at the so, very bottom. But I can understand 
I think about Cody Webb and these guys that would want that kind of shit, you know, and these hard Enduros, I'm like, okay, really low, low RPM. Like and they had a lot of traction high. when you were really low RPM. Yep. But also, I was on a 250 and a 300. Right. So now we're, we're going down the CC And I've never even scale. ridden a 150 until this. Oh, you haven't? No, I've never ridden a 150. Oh. I rode, uh, I think, the TPI 250. I've ridden a 165 in Supercross. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. Good Allegedly. That's awesome. But yeah. that's what every time we did a 125 versus 150 shootout at, at Dirt Rider, mm-hmm. I always preferred the 125. Just and because the, of the revving? Just because it was more exciting. Mm-hmm. The 150 was a little bit more lethargic, had more torque. But it just wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't freer. It like, Did those sign off early a little bit too? Yes. Yeah. So that's why I kind of preferred the 125 because I mm-hmm. could just rev the shit out of it and wring its neck. And did it not feel like it was pulling until you shifted pretty much? Like it would pull, a 125 would just always pull. Yes. The right. difference is I, it would just pull for days on the 125. Mm-hmm. And the 150, I had to like relearn, like you said, like, okay, I can shift earlier. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like I was going faster. It just right. felt like it was lazy. Right. So I just prefer, you know, going. Uh, I just preferred going to, uh, you know, a one twenty five and ringing its neck out. Yes. Yeah. Um, but okay. So with that being said, now we're in the world of off road riding, and for you true guys that really want a, this type of bike, I would assume you're riding tight trails, snotty trails, single track. Um, you need some of that meat. You need some of that um, throttle connection to your rear wheel, and. What I always wanted to know is, like, I always talk about third gear in these shows with these four strokes. Third gear is a magic gear for me. Like, if you can stay in third gear, you're, you, you can ride really fast. Is third gear usable in the trails? And, and I don't know yeah. how tight of trails in Kennedy Meadows there are, but, like, is that a – are yeah. you more in second? Um, I would actually say more third than second. Like, if I was trying to rip, I would say majority is mid-third. Yeah, like – because it was so um, forgiving yeah. in terms of RPM range and, and power characteristics, I could leave it in third. And, okay, I come out of a corner, I could roll roll on the throttle, even without clutch, and it would still pull and not, like, fall off and die before revving or anything. You know, like, in yeah. 125, you just, whoa, if it would take out of a corner. Yeah. Where this, you give it a second, and it would start pulling harder and harder and harder. And you could rip third too if you wanted, like out of a corner, pop the clutch, and then you're right in the meat of the power. Okay, but you got to be ready to shift too. Got it. So you would not want to ride this on a moto track. No, I actually told you I would race it, and you're like, stop, stop yeah. it. <laughs> so I would race it, but it would not be good for moto. Yeah, you would need a little bit of work to make it rev out a little bit more from yeah. motocross. This is right. strictly when it Off-road, says XCW. Like sometimes we think in the in the world of four strokes, XC could go crossover. Right, right. Even if it says W, like. On, right. on these four strokes, I'm like, yeah, I can ride this in a motocross track. Mm-hmm. But this 150 is no bueno for me. Yeah, it wouldn't be good for moto. It wouldn't be good for GPs really either. Let me ask you this. Before we move on to the, the suspension, because I'm really interested in this, yeah. because KTM did away with air forks on these XCs, mm-hmm. which to me is awesome. Uh-huh. And from what I've heard, well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Does it vibrate? No. Really? No. Zero. Because KTMs have a problem with vibration, and even on the two strokes... Now, the 300 is much better. So yeah. I want to know if this follows suit. This is actually good. I don't know. I know in the 250-300, they did like a counterbalancer in the engine to get rid of vibration. A few in 17. I don't know if this thing received that or not, but there was no vibration. Good. Like, 
No vibration. Anytime you're moving from a Japanese model to a KTM two or four stroke, they just seem to, you know, they just seem to vibrate more. I get more feedback into my hands, dude. Into my feet. You remember like three hundreds from let's say like oh six oh seven. Oh yeah, dude. You're gonna have to like lock tight everything. Though that was bad years. <laughs> yeah, it's I was I, mean. I was living those years at KTM yeah. though, and it was not it, fun. It was so vibrating. It was like a five hundred, like. Or worse. There's yeah. there's three times in my life mm-hmm. that I spent with different companies that I thought when I left home, I said, I love you, Heather. <laughs> like, in a way, like, <laughs> I didn't know if I was coming back or not. Does like, this have anything I say to do? I love you to Heather all the time. Right. But how I, I go, I love you, Heather. <laughs> I'm going and to ride a bike like, with PDS and dude, I love you. I said that in the KTM years. Yep. And the oh, Alta years. And the Alta years. <laughs> and there's one other thing I can't talk about yet. Yep. But we will mm-hmm. soon. Yep. Uh, I was like... Fuck my life. <laughs> right. Because I might not come home. Probably. But yes, KTM has come a long way. So that's nice oh, to hear man. that this new breed of XCs kind of calmed down the vibration. And for you off-road guys, you may be like, oh, whatever, Kiefer, I don't feel it. But it when you ride six hours during the day and you don't have vibration, it, it goes a long way, especially if you're an older dude. Your ass will thank you, your hands, and your feet. It's still a thing to me for KTMs for, like, let's say, a 250F. Honda versus KTM, yeah. I still feel more vibration through yes. the KTMs. Yes. it's. A, I don't know if it's a steel chassis. I don't know what it is exactly. So but. 175. That's how much you weigh? Yep, that's how much you weigh. The suspension. I thought for sure when I called Mike, when he came back from this trip, and I was like, hey, we're going to test, we're going to do this. You know, he went somewhere actually where this thing is, you know, a Meant good test. Be, right. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, I was waiting for the soft, Dude. horrible. You did not say that. No, I not once... Throughout the weekend, and we did over 100 miles. Hold on. Did you check the sag? I can't lie to you. I didn't check the oh sag. My He's God. not broke. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Bro, I can't lie Keeping to you. Keefering testing where we Tell talk shit on We're... people that don't check sag, yep. and I bring in a motherfucker that doesn't check well, the sag. Let, let's, let's get back to when I got the bike. I got the bike in Barstow on the way there. I didn't even have time to check the sag, and not in my truck. Oh, my God. You're telling me you don't have a toolbox? No, I didn't take my car. So no one had tools on your there trip? There were tools. I don't think it was a tape measure. Measuring tape? Yeah. Bull crap. I don't know. I, sh- right. I didn't check the so, sack. I'm not going to lie. With that being said, people out there, you know how anal I am, right, about that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But oh. I will accept this this one time, okay. Mike. Thank you. Because I feel like what you just did mm-hmm. is what most people will do. Yeah. They will mm-hmm. not check it. They'll go to the dealer. They'll go to the dealer. And go rip. They're okay. going to go shred. Let me ask you. Now, how did yes. you check the tire pressure? Did you kick the tires? Did hey, you check tire pressure, yes or no? Yes, I did. Okay. I did. Okay. We had a gauge. <laughs> <laughs> we had a gauge. We're off-road. We kick the tires. You yeah, set the good. bars or the levers? Yes, set the levers, yeah. Okay. Okay. Set so you did a little bit. I did a little bit, yeah. I mean, but sag, you're like, eh. It's PDS. It's good, dude. Right. <laughs> I lo- I'm a PDS guy. <laughs> okay. Just go. keep going suspension. Okay. Um, oh hey, I will talk about PDS as well. Right. So we did over 100 miles, and... Yeah. Yes, it wasn't fast. It wasn't supercross. It wasn't motocross. I never once, I probably bottomed it, but I never, you know, like uh, bottomed out metal to metal clang feeling in the bars. You never felt like it was just moving no, a shit ton. Never, but it was really tight, rocky, rooty, which is probably fast rebound. It probably set like that, soft, but that's where it shined. Like it always felt like it had traction at both wheels, front and rear. So I rode an XCW in 2023 model, mm-hmm. and it felt like there was no dampening. And this is on the like trail. Like all spring. This is on our trails up 
up there in the mountains. And yep. it's flowy single track, right? right? So it's fairly quick. It's not super tight. Anytime there was a whoop or a G out, I had to ride it like a bicycle and pump because I knew if I just try to go ha, 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 it would just blow through. No dampening and just like what I call empty. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. super empty. and Like no hold up at all. Yeah. And were you like, did you feel a metal to metal clang like in the fork? A, a couple times, yes. Couple but times. What, I, what I call quality feel mm-hmm. is when we do these production tests, I go, man, this, this fork doesn't have a quality feel. And what I, I mean exactly by that mean. is like the dampening feels cheap, mm-hmm. right? There's not a lot there. It feels like you would get like a pit bike from China. Correct. And there's nothing there. It's, it's like literally a spring. A spring yep, it's spring in a tube. Yes. Yes. And so I mean. that is I not did not have that feeling. No. Wow. And I rode it. My brother rode it. He's probably 200 pounds. No one complained about suspension. Really? It always felt like it had traction. Always felt balance? like a balance was good front to back. Yeah. I kind of thought like, mm, it's PDS. Sometimes they ride choppered out a little bit. I didn't feel like that. Like, See, I feel opposite. I always feel like it rides high. Do you? Yes. Well, I, I guess I say that because I know you're supposed to set them up with a little more sag. So, I didn't do any sag setup, right. so, you know. I mean, we've ran, I've experienced with PDS, you know, in, in many years, and I still hold the statement true to this day is in Supercross, and Greg was with me with this, I still feel like my shock, and although it was worked, my PDS shock on my 04 KTM 125 was really good in the whoops. Where is that bike? I don't know. KTM has it. Would you ride one again? Yeah. I would ride. I'd go back to Fox Hill and ride that thing. Like I, that, that could be your vintage. That would be cool. Vet, vet but I, I felt like there was a market for PDS, and and I totally agree. In motocross world, it didn't get a lot of of play. It was kind of like the air fork of its time. Like no one wanted to ride with it, mm-hmm. right? But KTM promised we are never going to a linkage. Never going. <laughs> don't ask us. How that work out? It's kind of like the air fork. Don't yeah. ask us about going to Spring Fork. We're never We're doing ne- it. Mm-hmm. But they went to a linkage, and now it's much better. Right. But in the off-road world, I think it's awesome to have I a think PDS. I, I prefer it over a linkage KTM off-road. It, it has a better feel. It has better traction in the rear. It seems to, when it comes to like really tight, rocky, rooty stuff, mm-hmm. the, the linkage to me feels like it bounces off. And obviously, there's shock settings involved in everything. But like it feels like it deflects so much more mm-hmm. with a... Um, a linkage? a linkage than a, a PDS. The PDS feels like it drives forward all the time. I feel, and I didn't ride this bike, mm-hmm. but I feel like a PDS has a more of a dead feeling to me. Mm-hmm. And I like that, like a bib, like all those. I do things. too. Mm-hmm. I I like a dead, slow feeling move. You know, shock. Mm-hmm. Only time I don't like is it. You know, I'm racing 100 mile an hour right. or at Glen Helen when it's super choppy. I want it to be yeah. a little bit more lively. Right. But for me. I feel like tighter stuff, I'd want it that dead feeling, especially getting over rocks and things. And to me, the other plus is obvious ground clearance. Yes. For off-road stuff. Like, there's nothing hanging down to catch a root or a rock or, or whatever. Um, so, fork springs are inside the XCW, people. And from what I was told, um, and we're setting this test up with KTM. KTM hit me up not too long ago. They want to do a test with air, um, cone valve, 6500. And then with what is, this, what is, what is 6500, uh, the cartridge kit that you put in the air. Okay. Um, and then also with this actual exact uh, fork coming from XCW. I'm into this fork. So from what I've heard, this valving that's in it and the mid valve, it's similar to KYB. Because to me, uh, the feeling that I like is uh, I'm a soft suspension guy. Mm-hmm. 
but not to where it blows through and bottoms. I don't want that. I don't want you that just, feeling. You set that up for every. I mean, everyone wants that. It, no, I know, yeah. but that's like that, I want it soft, supple, and then I want it not the bottom. <laughs> and then, <ever>. exactly. <laughs> it's but that's how I like it, and I felt like I got that out of this bike. I never felt like it wallowed or anything like that. Granted, sure, if I started ripping through big whoops in the desert, sure it would be too soft and blow yeah. through. I'm sure, but for what I did, which is I feel like what the bike was designed for. It is good. It has a quality feel. Yes. Okay. That's good to know. Um, moving on to the chassis side of things, obviously you didn't get that going that fast on these trails. Right. Weight feeling? Obviously, I know it's a 150. Really light like, but, uh, and nimble. Like uh, There were a few logs that fell over the trail. I may or may not have fell on, fallen off one. Uh-huh. Uh, so you ate shit on it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I... Okay. Not bad, but like trying to go over a log, lost my balance, whatever. But like I felt like there were points at which I had to turn around on a single track. Yeah. I could just pop the front end up back to the really good low bottom end power. I could just pop the front end up like burp, 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 and yeah. spin it around, go the other way. It never felt heavy. Like it, I explained it when I would hand it off to somebody to ride. I'd be like, dude, it's going to feel like a mountain bike. There was So there was a guy on our trail ride who is a long story, but he uh, was struggling bad like where's the six hour trail ride at the end he was like i'm done i don't want to ride dirt bikes anymore period Mm -hmm. so i was like dude wow we have a few miles left this is rough take the 150 and he's like i've never ridden a two-stroke and i was like well just it's really forgiving try it yeah so like a few miles later we stopped and he was like holy this changed my opinion what was he coming off of 530 ktm so so he was like dude this bike made my experience so much more enjoyable yeah especially if you're a new type of rider why would you have a 530 and tight technical yes oh that goes with my like theory of Big bore bikes. Sorry, Greg. Hey, yeah. There's okay. a, a machismo around. I have to have a 450. I have to have a 500. I have to have these things. But when you ride the right bike for the right situation, it makes the experience so much more enjoyable. I Yes. I want to get to yep. Greg in a minute. But <laughs> yes, I agree. Right. I mean, there's a, at some point where you need some horsepower totally. to get your ass going, yep. right? And I feel there's like you don't have enough of it. Yep. You're going to be working harder than mm-hmm. what Absolutely. you should be. Right. I, I get that. Yeah. But there are some motorcycles, even though on paper you read it and you're like, oh, 250. Yamaha. No good. Yep. But if you rode it, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so that's good. I mean, you're coming off, was it a dual sport 530? Uh, it was a dual sport 530. Yeah. And, it, and it was like a 09, 10 oh, okay, PDS. Yeah. So he's, he's looking big. at new technologies. He's, he's probably shitting his pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, holy shit, this changed. He was literally going to sell his bike until he rode that. And he's like, oh, man, this is pretty right. good. Um, and for you people going, yeah, no shit, Kiefer. It's a 150. It's going to be light. Look, I understand it. When you go to a smaller bore motorcycle, it's more about engine than chassis feel. It's going to be light. Things are going to handle a lot better than you got you know, a 450 or, or a bigger 250cc two-stroke. So I understand that. But there are some instances that I have ridden 125s at speed have been scary. Mm-hmm. And it's been rare, but I had to right. ask the question. Speaking of speed. Mm-hmm. I did, like, quote-unquote, speed test it. We got it done with the trail section. We got on the highway for a little bit. Uh, or not highway. It's it's illegal to be on the highway. But it was on a, on a road that was paved. Really? And uh, it does 66 miles an hour, like, wide open, like, screaming on flat ground. How's the dash? Nice. Like, it gives you... There, you can read it, no problem? Yeah, and there were more modes in there than I knew what to do with. There's trip one, trip two, all these different things. Uh, we did, like, 106 miles or something like that. 
speed was easy to read. I would reset the trip, one of the trips when we would go on every trail ride to see where I was at for fuel. It did like around 50. It would probably do 65 if you stretched it. It for says a mileage. here 36.7 horsepower is what it comes with. Yeah, it's probably about right. So you're looking at old 125 days, you know. Mm-hmm. I think now currently the newer 125s are, I guess, maybe not that much different. They're pretty close to the same, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, I think the the dash was cool. The the headlight, that's mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to mention. Dude, you know how normally you would get a an off-road bike, and it would have a headlight that was like having a candle on the front? Like, yeah. it's absolutely pointless. This, I don't know if this is the first year they've gone to it, but it's LED. Yeah. You could actually ride it at night, like, comfortably. Like, would I want to race a 24-hour on it? Probably not. But, <laughs> but you can, you can you could, see okay. You could ride and probably not change your pace that much at night. Like, I was shocked at how bright the front light was. It would be kind of cool for us to do, like, a, a, a light shootout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to do more off-road. I wish, you, you, didn't I, ha- I wish you didn't have to work. Yeah, you know. Wait, I'm back now. Not on drugs. So here we go. <laughs> I'm not on drugs. <laughs> hey, I'm not on drugs now. I'm back. I'm it's not. Good tw- I'm not we'll tweaking some... out in your van and yeah. put a bunch of shit inside your van, keeper. I didn't. Um, I didn't put a Brody knob on your van. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I did that. Uh, but I feel like you know, I've been talking. I always want to do more off road. I'm just so busy with mm-hmm. moto stuff, right? Yeah. I would love to have a dedicated off road portion to key ring testing because look at. Let's face it. There's, I think there's more off-road riders than there is moto guys. Yeah, there probably is. Oh, yeah. And I they think, may not ride always the latest, most greatest things. Well, that's what I'm saying. I right. don't want to do, like, new bike off-road. I want to yeah, do, yeah. like, light tests, things that yeah. are, people are going to tinker with their own shit. Totally. And I think that's important. So yeah. that's if you guys are yelling at me, email Mike yeah. and yell at him because that's his job to yep. find lights because mm-hmm. he could do it. I'm in. He has access to what he wants. It's mm-hmm. just a matter if he wants to do it, people. Mm-hmm. The, lit, the litmus test for the light would be going to Bud's Creek, racing the 24 hours of Glen Helen yeah, mm-hmm. at, yeah. at midnight, oh, 1230. I'm in. Dude. Chris is in at night Greg, riding. you in? Do you like night riding, Chris? I did three of those races. You mentioned it. You have to be in. Negative. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> That's stupid. No, but I mean, it. you really want good lights. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. I rode, I rode the 24 hour on after Kurt passed away. I got asked to do it for the foundation team and we rode like Kurt's old setting and yeah. old bike Badass. and like the lights they had the when they raced in Baja. Let's dual lights. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was so bright. It's bright. It's like so daytime. I, literally all of our lap times stayed the same night yep. and day. Yep. yep. It was crazy. Yep. So I rode with Ty's team. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my lap times were actually better. Because you don't see shit you're scared Because I don't see the things on the side. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're so focused. What's in front of you? Yes. I and remember that Aiden, light, Aiden tripped. Yep. Remember when he raced the 24-hour and you would go, <laughs> but you would jump out at him when he was riding? <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, I my God. God. Hey, I think I've told this story a couple times, but for you people, I used to race the 24-hours Glen Helen, and back in the day, they had you over the mountain, other side, and they put you oh, in the sand watch, which was really tight, and trees were in there. Mm-hmm. That was Bud's Creek, right? No, this is on where the houses are built on the other side. Oh, now, that's right. Oh, yeah. That was the first one mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Holy, mm-hmm. yeah, that, dude, that was like the surface of the moon. Yeah, so you there get in the nothing. sand wash, it was silty and shitty, mm-hmm. but it was yes. so low speed, you're in first gear going, rawr, rawr, rawr. Yeah. So I was back there. It's two a.m. Right? I'm kind of like tired, and it's it, you know, kind of you know tired. How the, the dust floats in the air <laughs> off your light. Oh yeah, right. Uh-huh. Well. This fucking kid jumps out from the tr- behind the tree in a scream mask. <laughs> was it Gerald Lake? And he goes, ah! and he's in the scream mask. And it, I, it, 
It scared the shit out of me. I end up knifing my front tire, <laughs> fell over, <laughs> and I'm MFing awesome. this camera. You mother! And the kid just bit. And dude, I'll never forget. I laugh at it now. I go, that was awesome because I don't know how many times he did it. Because other guys said, "Do you see that guy in the scream mask?" I go, "Yeah, dude. I almost had a fucking heart attack." <laughs> So <laughs> I almost had to slow it, down. It had to be oh someone's kid. Yeah, yeah, that was racing. That, yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's that is awesome. Well, you're not too far from Ward B. You know, I that's mean, true. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, the 5150s are. I crashed. Let out. I crashed there at night when I when I Ironmaned it. Yeah, all delirious in the middle of the night, getting passed by like Johnny's team or whatever. Past me, and I'm just riding in the dust, delirious, and I just yard sail off the side into the bushes, like down a side of the thing, and I'm oh. just like. I literally laid there for like two and a half uh-huh. minutes going like, do I even want to get up? Like, do I want to get up and keep going? And you if question. I don't, no one's going to find me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no one's going to find me. <laughs> you question some you. shit when you're racing 24 you, hours. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you question a lot of uh, that was life. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. That was when I actually yeah. really met you, too, That when I was Iron Manning it. Yeah, in the middle that. of the night, delirious. I'm like, hi, Chris. Props to Michael. you, man. Props to you for Iron Man. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not that's a bad deal. I did the 6 and the 12. I couldn't imagine 24. Yep, I did 6, 12, and 24, and I... And Awful. you had a team, man, doing it by yourself. Yeah, I was on a team. Yeah. Oh, that, that little Zyring man, I uh, was like, yeah, that was, there is no effing way. No way. You get a second win. I got a second win at like 7 a.m. <laughs> and I was just like ripping for like a few laps in the morning. And I was you know like, it's almost over. Yeah, I was like all excited. It's almost over. Uh, Nothing um, like going 23 hours and getting second place, you know? Uh, that was awful. That's That makes yeah. me sick. All because I didn't have a bib. Oh. I got a flat. I was leading until I got a flat. And then you go a lap down. That's your bad. Yep. There's no coming back from a lap down there. Nope. Iron no, Man. There's, well, that's not Iron Man. Have, because ho- homie's mom watched my pit. Oh, that's right. Anytime I would go, he would go. Anytime i come back, he'd come. Like, Smart. There's yeah. no, yeah. The yeah. strategy. The strategy. He yeah. got me. Yeah. Uh, fuel capacity. We talked about this. 2.3 gallons. The whole weight of the bike is 231 pounds. So, I can, I with fuel? Say, with fuel. With fuel. Okay. You know that is actually I think point three point one three more of a gallon than the four strokes. Mm. I actually just found this out. Yeah, I think four strokes one point eight, one point nine, and it's because KTM's are actually two gallons. Actually, the KTM moto tanks are bigger than Japanese moto tanks. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, I think it'll get like if you squeezed it, probably sixty five miles max out of a tank. 65? Yeah, like max. That's, that's slow speeds, right? That's slow speed. That's stretching it, yeah. Right. Easily, safely 50. So you have a fuel light. It comes yes. on. Yes, it came on at the end of our ride that was like 52, 53. And I don't know how long it'll go on the fuel light. So I was told from KTM you can go another 25 miles. Really? Yeah. That's actually really impressive. So that's at, that. this is at your type of speed yeah. in the woods, right? And it actually has a, a oil light, too. So since... So there's apparently two TBIs. We'll get into it with Jamie. Hopefully he answers. The um, there's two ways. Uh, so there's TBI uh, mixing your gas still in the motorbikes, yep. yep. and then there's TBI off-road, which is a separate oil and a fuel, kind of like think of a PW or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an oil light that comes on. So let's say your premix gets low. It'll tell you, hey, maybe you have like one or two more full gas tanks of mix left in the oil thing. So it'll tell you when that gets low too. Hmm. So I didn't experience oh. that, but that's pretty cool. I, I did have a check engine light on that. Uh, we FI light. Yeah, we uh, no, not FI. It literally was just a picture of an engine. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know what that was on for. I got figure so it, out. So we did check it. It's off now. So we don't know what it is. You don't know what it is? No, because it's off. Uh, well, it's interesting because it was on when you del- when we had it. Mm-hmm. Now it's not. It's not really on. so interesting. Okay. Some guys have to go take it to the dealership, which is kind of a pain in the ass, and mm-hmm. see what what's up with it. Right. Um, 
but never, nonetheless, it, you know, you have over 100 miles on it. It, it rode fine the whole time, so right. it could have been something little. Yeah, who knows? Um, hey, sit back, sit tight. We're going to take a break. Listen to these commercials. They'll save you some money. It's about eight minutes out of your life. We'll be back with this show and hopefully get Jamie on the phone in one second. Stay tuned. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, It's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, You put it in. And I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So ProTaper.com. They have race-cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. 
Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA, the pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington, just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, 
We're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun get some gate drops. All right, we're back. Thanks for hanging tight. Thanks for listening to these commercials. And uh, we didn't get Jamie on the phone. We are running a little bit late on our show tonight. It's yeah, about 8.30 oh, tonight. Yep. But uh, nonetheless, uh, hopefully we'll have some more explanation. I'm going to break down more of this bike over on KieferInkTesting.com with an article. So I'll get some of Jamie's quotes and the difference uh, mechanically. I know some of you guys are out there probably do know already, but some idiots like me do Maybe, not know yep. about this. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to off-road type technology. For feeling ge- all that stuff is new to me. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty good at feeling my way around a bike, but as far as mechanically and you know the technical side of this kind of thing, I'm not too keen on. All I know is it's a step in the right direction from the TPI. Definitely. Yes. Way step, way, it's a leap in the right direction. So if you guys are on a TPI motorcycle and you're looking at to do a TBI and you're, you're complaining about how restrictive your motorcycle is because you feel like you need to open it up a little bit more, mm-hmm. the TBI is much more friendly. And from talking to Jamie this last weekend, he said it's uh, much more tunable and you can make the power uh, catered to you. Oh, really? It's, yeah. It's well, and, and that's what I'm about to tell you guys too. Jamie at Twisted Development, that's who we're talking about. He has a tool that can actually change all of that within your ECU. You can change the fuel mixture. Um, he can change how your power is delivered. Basically, rejet it and put so a pipe on it. Kind of. He has that. the software, which is very, very rare to have, and I don't think anybody really has it. It's like it, a hacker. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has that. So if you have one of these motorcycles, even if you have a 300 SX, mm-hmm. he can tune the ECU because these boxes are locked. Yeah, he said he's so, been doing stuff with like the SX models. Yeah, so I gave Jamie my 300 SX, and uh, he figured some of this stuff out. So he has a tune for the 250, the 300 SX, and now he's going to work on some of these new off-road models. Um, so um, I think it's only going to get better from here, especially if you have a tuner that knows how to do, you know. Yeah. He can tune it how you want it. Right. It's insane. He actually was looking at a bike this weekend with a uh, paper towel in the throttle body. Oh, God. I, people do that a lot. That's awesome. Uh, so did you ever have to put premix into? No, it came. I don't know what level it was. All I know is the oil light wasn't on. Okay. Um, I don't know how many tanks of fuel it will give you. So from what I was told with the TPI version, I can go through almost six tanks of fuel before it comes on. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. Absolutely. So And not having to worry. Like, here's the other good part about even this is TBI with the premix thing, is let's say you're on a trail ride and you run out, mm-hmm. you don't need mix now. You can borrow gas from a four-stroke homie. Yeah. And he can give you straight fuel. Still it feels matter. weird to me, man. It definitely feels, yeah. Putting so, straight gas in a two-stroke is weird. My doctor wanted to ride this bike mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks, so he's going to ride it a little bit and give me some feedback because he comes from a TPI bike. Oh, okay. So I'm really interested in what he has to say, but he, I was like, I assumed... TBI, I'm like, okay, I have to pre-mix, yeah. mm-hmm. like, you know, put it in. Yep. And I'm like, oh, shit, no, look. He's like, oh. So that's what made me research right. the, the BI more. So that's yep. when we talked to Jamie. And uh, so, yeah, you just got to pour it in. We use Motorex um, to put in there. And there's already a fuel mixture. They, It's already it, set. It figures itself out, yeah. Yep. And from what I've heard, it's at the fuel mixture, I think it's – 50 or 60 to 1. I was actually a little surprised. Um, so long story short, where I was going needed a spark rester. Bike does not come with one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, it's an off-road bike, literally for off-road. 
but doesn't come with one. Right. So, in a last minute, like literally the day before leaving, I'm like, oh shit, I need to find a spark rester. And nobody had one in stock. I called PC, I called FMF, I couldn't find one that I could get that day right now. Mm-hmm. So, I went, I found a Three Bros KTM or whatever down in uh, Orange County. Costa Mesa, yeah. They had a little like uh, end cap that you, uh, for Inter Engineering makes it, I think. You drill out the rivets. Pop that in cap. Pop the other Looks one in. Super lame. Yeah, yeah. but but <laughs> it has a screen in it. right? It has a screen yeah. in it, so, so like it made illegal. it it made it legal. Yeah. But what I was gonna say surprised me is after riding at that elevation, I thought because of the fuel injection, you know, remember, do you remember Sparkies? Oh yeah, I, yeah. That's yeah. what I ran yeah. on my bikes when I that's was what I mean. Now. Do you remember all the black crap that would like drip off of it? I was like, dude, it's fuel injected. It that's not gonna happen. My dad used to have to get the torch, the welding torch, and burn, and it, burn out. it out. <laughs> burn out all the premixes yeah. in there. Yeah. I figured it's a you know fuel injected. It's not going to be a thing. I still at the end of the weekend, I had like a little black, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, drip yeah. coming down. Oh, drip. It was actually like two stroke drip coming down the silencer, and it actually surprised me that 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 was there. So for you guys out there, just so you know, I've been a lot of I've been a part of the production process, and most of the time, manufacturers will make their bike rich. To save the motor. Right. So is it optimal for performance? No, but it's going to save their asses in the long run for people saying, oh, my bike blew up. Yeah, seizing and blowing up. uh, A lot of these ECUs on four strokes are tuned rich Mm -hmm. because not all of them. Because I've had some lean ones too. Right. Um, But most of the time, if they want to save the engine for a long-term consumer, they're going rich. Which is the safe way to do it, like. Yes, but also it can make the bike run like dog shit and, and be lazy. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to ask you, and I forgot when we talked about the engine was mm-hmm. loading up. Never. Never. The, like uh, when I would start it and like it was sitting there idling, I kept thinking, you know, you think 125, you start it, and ying, ying yeah. all the time wah, 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 to, wah. Keep, to keep it running. Yeah. Where this or like it would idle down like, and it would just sit there and idle. And it I almost was like, gives me anxiety. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. It was terrifying. <laughs> I was tripping out on it, and everybody I gave the bike to that had ridden two strokes, they'd get on it, and like it would idle down, and they'd just blip it. And I'm like, no, 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 don't blip it. It'll idle. And they're like, yeah, right. And every time, it'd just sit there and idle mm. at the lowest RPM. Like it, like you said, it gives you anxiety. Like Your ears go, no, I need to blip it. Yeah. But it'd just sit there and idle. Especially okay. grown up on yeah, two Yeah, exactly, strokes. yeah. Yeah, because we're not kids. Right. But growing up on two strokes, you're like, this son of a bitch is going to It's like, yeah, 80, 125, you like, have what? to. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Everything else, cockpit, hydraulic clutch, brakes, anything? Every, the brakes were ridiculously powerful, but not touchy. Not grabby? No, not grabby at all. Like, really, really progressive. And okay. I really I like the brakes a lot, especially the front. And you're, are you good with the hydro? I, I do like the hydraulic clutch. I've, I personally can't tell, like, when riding, I can't tell much of a difference between hydraulic and cable. Um, chain life, would you have to It's an O-ring. Your- did I did adjust the chain. So it, it did was, stretch? Yeah, it was it, like first ride we went with probably 20 miles, came back, and it was like loose, loose. Mm-hmm. So I had to adjust it once. But uh, it is an O-ring chain, which is nice. Yeah, it is nice. So that's weird. You get an O-ring chain, but you don't get a spark rester. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, a cost thing or – I, I don't know what that is. But I was surprised. That's why I waited the last minute because I just assumed it was going to have one, and then it didn't. Hmm. So. All right, so we're waiting for this. Oh, hold on one sec. Hi, Jamie. Hold on. I'm going to put you on there. Hello? Yep. Welcome, Jamie, to the Keeper Tested Podcast. How are you doing? Good. How are you? 
Uh, don't act fake. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> okay, so we, us idiots here, are trying to explain to the people that listen to the show the difference between TPI and TBI. Can you break it down into more technical terms? Okay, I'll be pretty broad with it, but basically, the TPI is going to be port injected. So those, um, it's a really famous bike, sold a ton of them for KTM. And basically, they kind of couldn't get out of their own way power-wise. But in a snotty, rooted trail system by design, since they had such a lack of bottom-end power, they just really hooked up and moved. So KTM sold a ton of them. Um, And if you actually just kind of open the power valve, they really do come to life. Uh, I think we we built one for for the Kiefer show at one point, and so we got it on the dyno, and it was like crazy horsepower different there on the bottom, right? Just with the power valve adjustment. So, so I'd say that that's a really purpose built bike. And then they came out with the SX, the 300 SX this year, which is going to be a throttle body injected, so the TB to TBI, yeah. Yep. And then there's, there's actually, I mean, the bike's very sophisticated and awesome. There's, there's two injectors. It's like a dual injector setup, right? From KTM. There's like, if you see it's, it's housed in one, you know, rubberized coupler, but there's an injector on the front side and injector on the back side of the butterfly. And, um, yeah, it just creates a ton of cool different options. Uh, it's where you can phase between both of them, uh, for different riding styles and, and whatnot and then um yeah so that that's going to be the major difference of the tpi which is the port injected where the injectors are right on the cylinder and then the throttle body injector is going to be a tbi okay so here's my my question jamie it's michael allen here how are you by the way um hey. uh there is tbi which we're talking about but there are two I, this is where I'm an idiot. There's two TBIs because there is the SX, which I believe you still have to mix the gas, and then there is this bike, which the oil is separate. Is that still the same injection? Just one has oil mixed with it, one doesn't. Yeah, it's going to be like a PW50. Okay, basically, there's an oil reservoir. Um, whenever, whenever we do the mapping, we can get into that stuff as well to like change the amount of oil. I don't believe that there's any issues from the KTM situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had any experience really yet with the the oil injected models. We kind of focused on the 300 SX and the 250 SX, and then the the little brother is up next, the 125. That's kind of our wheelhouse. Um, I have seen the mapping out of the you know the oil injected ones, and and it does look like KTM's doing a really good job to try to keep that traction and that planted connectivity in the trail system on that bike. Uh, the power valve opening is very linear. The um, you know the ignition table is 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 you know really keyferized in the two stroke. <laughs> For people that don't understand that term, <laughs> yeah. Jamie always gives me shit because I always like my bike smooth. Mm-hmm. I want it real smooth and broad, and he's like, "That's no fun. That's <laughs> not hit. fun. No hit." So keyferized is good. I like this so far. Yeah, great. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jamie. So yeah. so the other cool thing with with that bike as well is we have control of the stock ECU. And we can tune both maps. So the top map, the white map, is always keyferized. That's going to have more fuel and less ignition timing. And then the bottom map, the green map, will be like the exciting fun map. Oh, okay. You know, that makes sense. So we, we are going to need to hit a lot of track and trail with the, 
you know, the purpose built off-road one. So I'm kind of thinking what we'll try to offer on that bike is, you know, the really, Hey, let's go like an SX model, like kind of wake the bike up on the green one. And then the bottom one, I want to maintain that awesome, you know, grab traction when there's not feeling that the KTM is super famous for in that white map. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get the testing going, you know, so, the track stuff going on that. bike. So you you can get in on these bikes, even these TBI bikes. Yeah. 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 We have, we have a hundred percent control, um, power valve phasing, you know, when it opens, how it opens, uh, where it holds, like it's, you know, it's a 3d graph of that stuff. So it's kind of like the, the fun thing that I learned about the project is that, you know, let, let's call the old one, you know, analog, right. The, the analog one is kind of built off of, you know, weights that eventually turn and fly open and then it opens this magical right. valve. Yep. And so now, you know, as much as I can do it digitally, I've, I, I kind of want to go back just to put a, a data logger on and put a sensor on that old school power valve just to see what how it really functions. You know, like we're pretty intimate with the KTM 65. Like we built a bunch of those and that has an air operated power valve. So basically when the, the pipe pressure comes up enough, it pushes, you know, this hose and then the hose opens a diaphragm. The valve blows open. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's where they get that thought. hit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's always been my thought of like figuring out how to meter that orifice and kind of like gradually open it up and gradually slow it down. So it's more of a traditional power valve, but basically I said all that to say, like, it's just really exciting stuff. You know, like two strokes have been around for a really long time with a power valve and they're alive and well, and they're still going. And now with this digital world of power valving, like it's created so much options where like, let's say engine braking wise, like two strokes are kind of known to not have much, right? Well, we can manipulate that valve to stay open only on D-cell for a certain RPM. I mean, it's a digital world of what that thing does. So it's, it's, it's created a lot of like hurt for my brain and a lot of thought because I'm super into it. But it, uh, it's definitely really cool for, for, you know, the progression of what is two stroke motorcycling do you have anything available for husbands wives where you can manipulate their brain a little bit the orifice the orifice the orifice well we're we're running some tests on this kefir right now (laughs) (laughs) okay so that's great i'm glad you you call me back so thank you for that i know it's late and i won't keep you but i just needed the breakdown because obviously i'm way too stupid technically to kind of tell the people what it is so that that explains it and it makes a lot more sense to me now well, and as far as they go, I mean, I, I hope to stop learning whenever I'm dead. So, <laughs> right, uh, I'm with you. What I, what I know today is what I know, and nobody's really, uh, really willing to 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 give you the ropes and show you around. So it's just kind of like trial and error, right? Like, luckily with the dyno and the air fuel ratio and all the stuff, we just kind of throw some stuff at it, and then we're like, okay, yeah, that works, and then you move on to the next, right? And like, so. So I, I wish that I um, had a chemistry degree in just two strokes, but I definitely know that we've made a big impact with with playing around and having fun, and and it's been a really fun process along the way. So, yeah, I mean, just for me, when I rode the 300 SX, and the difference between the stock map and what Jamie did, and we rode a few, you know, configurations, it's a night and day deal. So, so. out of curiosity, Jamie, like, how much of this is you, like, straight mad scientist? Like, do you get help from KTM? Do they give you much, or are you like? kind of like computer hacker going into the thing no i had to go hacker on it um like like i said like there's a couple guys in the world that that have control of the ktm two-stroke like maybe on a hand or something but um but none of those guys are gonna help me like you know we've 
we've done pretty good at, at bringing ECUs to market and being a trustable resource to make sure people can get what they need. And, you know, we, answer, we you know, do our best to answer the phone and emails and all that stuff. So like as a business, we try to put our best foot forward. So I, I, I would assume that the people that maybe have figured it out before me in other countries are kind of like, dang, he got a hold of it. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that's so, cool. yeah, no, nobody's it's like a black art right N- nobody's willing to really train anybody on any of it it's like the dark web for two strokes Dark. i mean uh, i i um so we've won the two stroke national for the past three years with various different riders on yamaha yz300s and uh i'm gonna have a really good one for sale if anybody's looking because i gotta build one of those kdms <laughs> i love them yeah, so we uh, we got the KTM the twenty four version, which their ECU has been updated, and the twenty three had an update from the KTM factory, and then I think that is what is in the twenty four three hundred now. But Jamie has our test bike, so he's going to build it. We're going to do a cool garage build in Racer X with Jamie. I mean, the engines on yep. the new three hundreds are so smooth compared to any of the other. And I told Jamie this, and people know on this show, like I am not a two stroke guy. I could give two shits about two strokes in general, but that bike is fun to ride. Mm-hmm. I have a good time when I ride that bike. That's shocking. well, and and what what it feels like to be honest is like it's the most four stroke riding two stroke that you could ever ride. Right. And I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but, but like four strokes have become popular because of their ease of riding, right? right? Like you leave the clutch out, you get to the throttle, the thing goes through the rut. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you have enough speed to get to the jump. Well, the, the EFI has changed the game on that power valve, what we can do with it. And also like the, the clutch out trustable feeling that you get from riding the motorcycle. So, I mean, I think you can hear it in my voice. I'm just, I'm just a fan of the machine. Like, I don't know. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, hey, I don't want to take up uh, any more of your time, so thank you very much. Get back with the family, and uh, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. All right, guys. Care, Jamie. See you yeah. now. See you. See All right, cool. That that really helps me out a lot. To, He's a smart man. Dude. dude. There's two guys, I'm, and I tell people this all the time on my show. There's two people within my reach right. that I know that I trust right. with engines. Right. Jamie from Twisted Development. And Chad from XPR. Oh, right. yeah. Those two gentlemen. Solid. Want not only a good human beings, they're not going to fuck you over. Right. They know a shit ton. And if they don't know what I like, they'll tell you I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're not going to blow some smoke up your ass. But like, like when people tell you they didn't check the sag. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. Like, here's the thing. If I'm going somewhere, <laughs> I'll give you guys an example. You always have that one friend. Like, if you go somewhere, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be okay because this dude knows all kinds of shit. If we get stuck, mm-hmm. something happens, yep. I got this guy. Yep. Like, Jamie would be that guy for me. Like, I know we go somewhere, I got a bike, we're going to be okay because he'll figure it out, we'll do it. Right. And he, he doesn't panic. Mm-hmm. He just makes it happen. Super mellow. Yeah. So, anyway, that pretty much wraps up the 2024 KTM 150 XCW. Um, but before we go, Greg, can we get you on a 150 for a day? No. Trail ride day. Just a trail ride day. That sounds boring as hell. Really? Yeah. Why? We'll get him in. At 210 pounds? Suck it, dude. But yeah. but That's... you only know what you know, and you don't know, right? <laughs> wow, you're a fucking genius. Well, I'm just saying, you only know the things that you try. You're only as good as what you try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? So why not just experiment for a day? Okay. It's not that far out. We go to our little ride area, yeah. and if it blows, I'm riding back, get my bike, and I'll come back out. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. But, but I, do you think he would have fun on it if we ha- if we were up in the trails? 
Oh, trails he'd be in. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking On the about way like, to the trails, fast stuff, he'd, eh, whatever. But, yeah. like, trails, tight stuff, he'd like it. it speaking of that, when when this bike comes back from the doctor, like, mm-hmm. I'm in. If you if you okay. need people to ride. I like, would I, you take it to Bean? Oh, I would take it to Bean, Bean Canyon. It would be uh, <laughs> underpowered. Um, you couldn't go up those hills, right? No, probably not. But I would buy this bike. Let's say that's how much I like it. Really? I would buy one. Yeah. Like, I had that much fun on it for how what many, it's meant for. But would that be your only bike? No, not my only See, bike. That, right. That's, it wouldn't be my – It wouldn't. Yeah. that would be like a 300. Well, I think yes, for where we live here yes. in California, that's not the bike, right? Right. But if, I really enjoyed right. it. If you were living in the woods of Arkansas and you're freaking going riding or you're back in East South Carolina. Yeah, GNCC kind of guy. Yeah, this yeah. actually says a lot about this bike. No offense, Heather. Um, this is a bike you could literally share with your wife. She could ride it, That's and then you could ride it's it. It's a unisex bike. It's a unisex bike. It's like an all-gender bike. we're coming up with marketing yeah. freaking taglines. You're right welcome, now. KTM. ETS. Yep. Smells mm-hmm. like sex. Mm-hmm. BI. BI. Yep. And then we also got, what did you just say? Unisex bike. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, KTM. Mm-hmm. Would you ride a 150, Heather? Um... I'm still on Heather's the, in here now. Did you ever go to the BI? Push that mic in there. What's the BI? The brain iron. Oh, brain iron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Look I how did. excited she got. Yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> you went you to the brain iron? Yeah, a long time ago. With who? That's <laughs> <laughs> for another segment, dog. Come on now. Who is it with? Oh, it was Valerie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why he was that, going by that what, night. That's what his name was? <laughs> that's yeah. what his, his name was Val. No, it was. Exactly. And it was dumb. It was on college night, so it was a bunch of little Oh, it was dumb. It was college college night. night. Uh How you doing? Um, I'm still trying to figure out how ETS smells like sex. Frat night. That's Greg. Greg came up with that. That's a horrible analogy, by the way, because it smells cross between cat piss and dog shit. So hold on. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the ETS-sponsored Kiefer (laughs) Tessin podcast. (laughs) I don't like this. That once... So ETS Racing Fields has a MX-21. It's what, if you guys go to Pro Motocross... The KTM Husqvarna team, that's what it smells. To us, I like the smell when it's in the bike, but man, it is pungent. And it, it like permeates out. But oh, yes. the MX-18, what we run, doesn't have that. Yeah, that stuff's great. That but, stuff is good. Yes. But the, the 21, stuff? way expensive, really good, fast for, I mean, you can make a lot of power with mm-hmm. it, but man, it does it have some... It may be in the fuel tank, but it comes out. Too. Like when we have that can, it goes out in the shed. Yeah, that's right. And uh. the shed smells like that for six months. <laughs> right. So Greg's gonna go hang in the shed. So if you guys like race gas smell, MX twenty one is your can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not for the wives, obviously. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. We might lose our sponsorship now. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just it's very potent. Um, off road riding. I'm gonna ask each one of you guys this. Yep. On a scale from 1 to 10, motocross and off-road, how much fun is each for you, Michael? Not bike-specific, just off-road. Just, just doing it. Like if I woke up and say, hey, we're going off-road riding today. Hey, we're going motocross. Where, where's the scale? Moto's a 7 and off-road the 9. Greg? About the same. I love... So you'd rather go on an off-road ride than a motocross track that's yeah. prepped and stuff? Yep. So I'm going to flip that okay. for me. Seven and nine. I'm going to say nine and then a six. Wow. Ooh, a six. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Six only because I'm in California mm-hmm. and it doesn't rain. Yeah, that's true. By the uh, way, can we clear this out? Uh, we are taking your kid off-road riding. Yeah, that's okay. I want to go too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go. And uh, to clear that out, mm-hmm. I'm going off-road racing. 
Yeah, we are going yes. over. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hair and Hound. Yep. And GP. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Greg's in. Nope. <laughs> yeah, have you noticed <laughs> the, theme, the theme of the night? Greg is not in on anything. Greg's not in on I, I know did, some I, things he's in on. I but. raced GPs for years. I mean, okay. I was with a group of guys, and we did that. So why can't you, know, you do with this group that, of guys? Because I don't want to. We're not I'm good enough. It. We're not good enough. Oh. Is there anything that you will do with us, Greg? Yes, there is. Besides, <laughs> keep it PG rated, though. I was going to say, uh, where are we going with this? Keep it after dark? Dippy yeah. dips and sippy sips. That's what he'll do with us. Uh, right. And for those people who don't know what dippy dips and sippy sips are, it's a Medello Negro in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he'll do with us. Other than that, he's out. He's in. Right. Well, in on that, yeah. <laughs> well, thank uh, you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so 2024 KTM 150 XCW, they are available now. They're at the KTM dealerships. You can look for them at Power Motorsports. They're at Power. This is Church of 150 for me, by the way. Oh, you like Church of 150? That's not gonna. That's not a movement, by the way. No, it will be, though. 350 is a movement. I'm one fifty the movement. <laughs> should okay, so let's play this game. Should the other manufacturers make a one fifty? They should all start making two strokes again. I'll say that. That's not happening. <laughs> I know it's not Yamaha happening. Yamaha still makes two <laughs> strokes. And they sell from what I hear, they sell every one they make. Yep. That I heard that also. Uh, easy. I heard that. No. Mm. They don't sell every one. Dude, the Y Z two fifty is legit. I yeah, do no, like that bike. And it's it has been bike. since oh six. Yeah, <laughs> but I still like Yeah, no, that I agree. Bike. Honestly, yeah. you wrote a... I forgot about this. Uh-huh. Yeah, you rode a YZ125, and you said you had fun. Remember when you were shredding around Honda Valley with that? You're like, dude, I had, gr- I had a blast. Yeah, but I'm not going to take it to Glen Helen and get my get my fat ass up Mount St. Helens. Yeah. That thing, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i break it. But that's kind of like what we were saying. For certain areas, that, and it's fun. Correct, but how many people have that sort of disposable income? To have a bike for every situation. Far, far, yeah, Honda yeah. Valley, I'm going to ride my, my 150. <laughs> then when we got to hey, you'd be Mount surprised. St. Helens... <laughs> I would be, especially these desert rats up here. You'd be, be surprised how many surprised. people actually have money. I, I see it all the time. I go to these tracks, and I'm like, I don't understand where the people have money. How, mm-hmm. how do they, where yeah. are they getting it? But I the same feeling, yep. A lot of people do. Yep. These vet riders, man, they like their, uh, their the toys fever. and their bikes. Catch the fever. Catch the fever. Catch the fever. Uh, any questions, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Please support our sponsors, especially ETS after the show, because mm-hmm. I'm going to need that. Mm-hmm. We might lose that from Heather. So yeah, good to have Heather on to keep it real up in the up in the studio. Up in the his eh? <laughs> it smells like shit. It smells like shit. <laughs> Dear God! But does it uh, run good? Yes. Uh, you want some merch? We got some key for tested merch here. Heather at yes. keyforinktesting dot com. If you didn't get your order, yell at her, not me. Mm-hmm. Don't yell at her. Yell at her. Michael at keyforinktesting.com yep. if you want to know about life, life, mm-hmm. deep life, drugs, drugs, <laughs> sobriety, sobriety, yeah, and two coming through the other side. Yep, um, psychedelic experiences, having postpartum as a man. Yes, you can ask him about that. All of that. Yep. Or off road riding. Or off road riding. That's right. good too. Bean Canyon. Yep. Hopefully we'll have Greg at keyforinktesting at some point, but he's retired. Maybe he will come on board and see the light. It's actually fun work. Okay, maybe. Yep. Nah, he's out. <laughs> he's been out on everything tonight. <laughs> I was trying to switch it up. Maybe he would say yes. <laughs> nope. Out. He's out. All right. <laughs> Greg's out, and so are we, people. See you next week.